everybody, and welcome to another episode of Back Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ben. And I'm Tiffany. Wait, what? Wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of What's in the Short Box. My name is Colin. I'm Jared. And I'm Lindsay. And today we are going through uh, Avengers Forever, which is one of my very favorite books. This is, of course, as you can tell by our intro, an exact ripoff of Back Issues. <laughs> With one small twist uh, at the end of the book, I'm going to quiz them and see how much knowledge they actually retained from what I told them. So this is... This is coming from a place of love, though. This is coming from a place of love, and also, it's the only real platform where I can sit and talk long form about a comic book. Mm-hmm. Without it just seeming weird. Because yeah, like, if, if I do it just to a camera, I'm a loser. If I do it to you guys, I have friends. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Not as friends have a fiance. Do I do. I have a fiance. Uh, so I'm this, more than a friend. <laughs> Ooh. there's a benefit there. Um, <laughs> this is one of my very favorite uh, Avengers books ever. It is from 1998, so the nice end of the 90s. The um, yeah, yeah, 98. The backstory behind this book is. Kurt Busaic was the head writer on Avengers at the time. Uh, Carlos Pacheo, uh, who did the art for this, the penciling, really wanted to work with him on something. And they're like, well, let's do a maxi. And so they came up with a really good idea, and it was called Avengers World in Chains. And they were like, yeah, what happens if the Avengers go into an alternate timeline where everything's the same, except, like, small things have changed, it'd be super cool, and then Earth-X came out. Uh. (laughs) And, uh... Uh, Earth X is an X-Men book where they go into an alternate timeline where everything was the same except small things have changed, which causes familiar characters to look different. And they're like, well, we can't do that. <laughs> so um, they're, they're, they'd they already announced that Pacheo and Busaic were going to be doing a book. And so there was this, this whole long thing with their, like, what are we going to do? And uh, then they started playing around with time travel, right? So uh, let me see. Yeah, what Kurt, what Kurt says is he had a storyline he'd been planning to run as a background mystery Avengers for a while, uh, a full-scale King Amortis War with the Avengers caught in the middle, and yeah, so they immediately decided to do that, and then they used time travel to put together their team. This is a time travel book. Mm, it is oh super and wildly convoluted. It makes very little sense at times. I had to reread several parts in order to make sense of what was going on enough that I could explain it to you oh, guys. Oh boy, that should be fun then. Yeah. <laughs> That, all that being said, well, it's super ridiculous. It is one of my favorite stories ever. It introduced me to a few characters I love to this day. Uh, Hank Pym, especially, because he's in this book twice. Okay. Time travel! Ah. Yeah. So, uh, let you let you take a look at it, if you want. Yeah. Lindsay's already looked at it. Yeah, so, I, I have read through it once. Mm-hmm. So, the story begins with the Avengers taking Rick Jones to the blue area of the moon, where the supreme intelligence of the Kree... Is locked up. How they get him? Oh, this, I don't know. Okay. Uh, at, it, it was it's sometime after the Kree Skrull War, so like a few years after that. Okay. And a few years after Galactic Storm, and so they did lock up the Supreme Intelligence there, and so yeah, the Avengers bring Rick Jones to the Supreme Intelligence, and it's like, hey, he's super sick. He just like he passed out, and we don't know what's wrong. Uh, Beast and Hank Pym and Iron Man. Could not figure out what's wrong with him. Oh, at all. That's not good. No. Oh, wait, Beast was in here for a second? Yeah, Beast had like a really short panel. Because um, he's been a long-time reserve member of the Avengers. Wait, what? Yeah. They have a good relationship. 
Yeah, he's been on the Avengers before. He's a cool dude. So he's been on X Men and Avengers. And yeah. So is Wolverine. Like it yeah. happens sometimes. It's not. It's 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 a pretty normal thing. So, nobody can figure out what's wrong with him, so they're like, alright, we're gonna bring him to the Supreme Intelligence, we're gonna see what is wrong with Rick, and the Intelligence is like, you have to leave him with me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at him while you guys are here. Mm. That's <laughs> Right? It's like, huh. Like, that sounds like some pretty sketchy stuff. Yeah. It's like, can you be more suspicious? Like, stop acting sus. <laughs> Come among us. Yeah. Um, and Captain America, he agrees, he's like, fine, we expect to report within 24 hours. And then, so the, they all leave. And then Libra shows up, uh, you know, because Busey decided to make a deep cut and pull out Libra from the Zodiac, oh. who considers himself the master of balance. He's kind of like an earthbound watcher, and he's like, no, 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 I just want to make sure that the balance is always tilting in the right way. So he's Thanos for Thanos. <laughs> yeah, but not like, not like killing people, but like make sure that the cosmic scales are some, I don't know. Mm. Um, he's also blind. Oh. I forgot about Oh, that. I get it. Scales, balance, just like yeah. that stuff. Libra. <laughs> yeah, you get it. And so... Lady Justice. They show up, and at the same time, so does Immortus. For those of you who don't know who Immortus is, he is Kang from the future. I forgot about that. I mean, Kang's already a time traveler. Yes. Yeah. Just from more so, in the future. Yes. So basically, <laughs> Kang, um, just a brief history on him, is he was Kang the Conqueror, and he time traveled. And then once he got tired of being... A time traveler, he retired to Limbo, which is like an area where time doesn't pass, mm-hmm. and became an emissary for the Timekeepers. Uh, the Timekeepers are these three blue ladies who watch over the time streams, and Immortus became the custodian of time. His job is to like prune bad branches so, of the times. So they're like the fates from Greek mythology, sort of? Kind of, um, but they're also just annoying. They're a problem. Kang is also, he's a Richard, isn't he? Isn't he like yes? But that doesn't come up here, no, so okay. we don't really need to get what? into. It. Okay. Yeah, Kang is theorized dad, to be it? Reed's not dad, like just descendant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, and, it's, and he's blue. No, he wears a blue mask. Mm. That was never explained. No, it is. Yeah. There's a, an entire chapter where he takes his mask off. What? Yeah, it's chapter eight. Let me see this. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, but I need to see it now. <laughs> I need to see it's his not, real face. It's not important now, not but... Um, okay, there might be chapter 9. See? He, he pulls it. You see him pull it off. Yeah, that's Ooh. that's that's how Kang looks normally. Oh, okay. He looks just, just like, like Tony Stark. It, sort of like Doctor Strange and Tony Stark got together. It's just a man with a white man to go to. And had a kid. And had a kid. Uh, so anyways, Immortus shows up and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna kill Rick Jones. And Libra and the Supreme Intelligence are like, no. Mm. And so Immortus is like, yeah. And <laughs> his this big guy named no. Tempest, this big like crystal guy who's like a guardian of time, shows up to kill Rick Jones. Kang then shows up and destroys Tempest. And Tempest is like made up of limbo stuff. So uh, armies from throughout time, like cowboys and Indians and knights and stuff, all come swarming out of him. Okay. This is all in the first issue. Wow, that's a lot. And uh, Kang starts oh. fighting them and just blasting them with his guns, which I think you were looking at before. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. And it's no... He's still... Yeah. So there's Tempest, right? And if you flip a little further through, mm-hmm. you'll see Kang, yeah, there's Kang now fighting off Tempest. And he's like, all right, let's go. And the Supreme Intelligence is like, 
Rick, you gotta do something. Rick, you gotta do something. And Rick's like, I'm crippled because the <laughs> I Hulk... am in a wheelchair. He's like, I'm crippled because the Hulk beat me up a while ago, and I'm sick. Ouch. I don't know what Wait, to do. That was why he was crippled. Did you read the book? I did. <laughs> this was like six Le- months ago. Oh, here's the whole army of yeah. time displaced Le- people. And so Libra shows up, shows back up, and makes Rick tap into the Destiny Force. And the Destiny Force is how Rick beat, uh, won the Kree Scroll War. He froze the armies and, like, sent heroes out to protect him from his subconscious. Because he's had a pretty crazy history. Yeah! He's a guy. He's a weird dude. Um, so the implication is that all of humanity can tap into this destiny force, and it gives them grand cosmic power. So Libra taps Rick Jones in the temple, which allows him to summon Avengers from throughout time, and it is the seven that we have on the cover. So you have Giant Man, you have Wasp, Hawkeye, Yellow Jacket, Captain America... And then those are all from the past, present. Mm-hmm. Songbird is from the future, and this is Captain Marvel. This is actually Marvel's Marvel's son, Genus Vale. Okay, right. So I guess Marvel died after having a kid. Yeah. Okay. So um, after that, uh, everybody's kind of like Cap. What do we do? And Cap's just like, I don't know. Cap just like has a freak out. Um, oh. So Wasp is like, all right, uh, we can deal with questions later. Everybody go, right? And so Wasp and Hank, uh, like Giant Man, I, I'm referring to Giant Man as Hank. I'm referring to Yellow Jacket as Yellow Jacket, just okay. for yeah, simplicity's sake. Makes sense. Um, so Wasp and Hank are like, whoa, who's this and why is this? And they realize Cap has super strength. They realize this now. No, no, no. There was a period in time when Cap briefly had <coughs> superhuman strength. Oh, okay. Right? So, like, usually he just has, like, the peak of human endurance. Mm-hmm. And this time he's, like, being crushed down by a bunch of people. And, like, he lifts them up. And he, like, pushes the shield up and, like, pushes them off of him. It is such okay. a cool moment. Um, and, like, Cap, oh, my gosh, Cap is super <clears throat> strong. So, he basically beat back the, the forces. And Rick gets Destiny Force powered up and wipes the floor with everyone. And then Libra's like, come, we must go. And uh, he takes them through the time stream. And so, at that point, everybody gets a chance to kind of talk about where they're from. Mm-hmm. And Yellow Jacket, we find out Yellow Jacket is from when Yellow Jacket believed he'd killed Hank Pym. So yeah, oh. um, when Hank Pym first had his breakdown and turned into Yellow Jacket, mm-hmm. it was not just, ah, I'm putting on a new costume and I'm so cool. It was a split personality. Oh. It was a, a split personality that thought he had murdered Hank Pym. Oh, okay. Right? That makes a lot of sense. And so he showed up saying, ah, I killed Hank Pym. Hey, Janet, you want to marry me? And Janet's like, look, I know he's nuts, but Hank is so preoccupied with his work and doesn't hit me yet. Uh, <laughs> yet he's so preoccupied with his work he's never gonna marry me I'm gonna jump on this opportunity hey Jan what's that uh, clock counting down in the corner of your office <laughs> nothing <laughs> so yeah, well, she, yeah. He, she decides to jump on this opportunity <clears throat> and marry Yellow Jacket okay. and so the day of the wedding is where Yellow Jacket is plucked from um, Hawkeye is oh. plucked from the Tail end of the Kree Scroll War. Is this Hawkeye here? Yes. Okay. He just lost his Goliath powers because he was Goliath oh, I for Goliath. Yeah. yeah, everyone does. He just lost his Goliath powers <clears throat> and he had no trick arrows. So he's just Hawkeye with a bunch of arrows. Um, okay. Captain America came from the darkest period in his entire history when he watched number one of the Secret Empire murder commit suicide rather than face judgment. Um, oh, yeah. Known as after that, he became Nomad and wore a cape. 
Okay. So this is Cap at his lowest point. Uh, the government he put so much faith and trust in. Um, he he basically watched a high-ranking official, implicated to be the president, implicated to be Nixon, specifically kill himself uh, rather than face oh, any okay. sort of judgment. Mm. Okay. Uh, Hank and Wasp are both from from the present day, or I guess I guess the late nineties. So they yeah, present day in terms of the time. They the they both remember um, Hank bringing Rick to the moon. Okay. Not too long ago, so they're like a few months ahead. And there's a fun little joke where uh, Rick says, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Though you're both in new costumes since the last time I saw you, because both of them change their costumes constantly, <laughs> and I find that hilarious." And Busek knows it. Yeah. Because Wasp, as a fashion designer, is like, I'm just going to make a new costume every three months. And it's not like identity crisis, like Hank has. Yeah. And Songbird is from the early 21st century, so a few years in the future. Okay. And Genus Val, Captain Marvel, from here on out, is from a few years after that. Okay. So, uh, they're from the future, and they've actually heard about this event called the Destiny War. Okay. Yeah. So, Wasp is, like, our... Wasp is, is becomes the leader of this team. Uh, you think it would be Cap, but it's not, and those are the re- and it's because he he's broken, right? He can't lead in this state. He's doubting everything, and so they're like, okay, first thing we gotta do is we gotta go to Kang's fortress, and you know see what's gonna happen. And Libra's like, no, you have to stay out of the time stream so Mortis can't find you. And they're like, ah, we don't care. So they go to Kang's fortress and it's already under attack. So they have a big battle, and it's it's cool. I mean. You see Rick Jones kind of having to to boost Cap's spirits a little bit. Okay. Because Hank's been, like, carrying Rick around in his hand because Rick's still a cripple. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you're Cap, take him. And Cap's like, okay, yeah. And... Yeah, Rick was Cap's psychic for a while, right? Yeah. 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 He he was, like, the second Bucky for a while. And so Rick's like, oh, Cap, you gotta go home. And Cap's like, oh, I don't know if I can. And Rick's like, no, go, like, throw your shield. And he's like, oh... Yeah, you're right. Like, Cap is, like, such a broken man. He's out of it, yeah. He, he's a very interesting character, because you're used to, like, the sterling leader Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellow Jacket is just so arrogant, and he will not stop hitting on people. Like, he, uh. he, he starts hitting on Wasp, and she's immediately like, I'm declaring personal lives off-limits until we sort, sort this out. She's like, well, I guess you grew up to be a cast iron witch, huh? <laughs> um, well, uh. well, well, if you're not interested, there's other fish in the sea, and you see him eyeing Songbird. And keep, like, uh, keep digging that hole there, Yellow Jacket. Right? Yellow Jacket just can't keep it in his suit. I think you can go, you can go deeper with that one, buddy. So, uh, <clears throat> they end up fighting through uh, this army. They get to King's Fortress. And to what's called the Heart of Forever. Okay. And the Heart of Forever is what powers Kang's Chronopolis. Okay. It's what allows it to exist in all these times. And Immortus shows up, steals it, and turns it into the Forever Crystal. So that's like a, a nice MacGuffin okay. for the entire story. And the Forever Crystal is able to alter time. So you can basically take it into a time stream and use it to wipe out a time stream <coughs> or alter a time stream. Okay. So they steal... A Sphinx, which is a time machine, essentially. And they hop into the time stream with it. And we get time travel adventures. Wait, so Uh, like the Sphinx in Egypt is a time machine? No. Kang built a time machine that looked like the Sphinx because he used to be a pharaoh. Oh, yeah. old Egypt thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, So it was like his little uh, scrapbook. Yeah, exactly. Memory. Yeah. He's got to keep on brand here. Because even (laughs) even when you're a conqueror, you like to sit down and be like, ah, 
had some good times. Yeah, was it like with powerful kind of like blue looking characters that had associated with Egypt? Because Apocalypse is the same way too. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird trend. Egypt is just. I think for Marvel, it's just like ah uh, ancient times. Yeah, Egypt. Oh, okay. What about, it's Egypt what and about, Greece are the two big like, ones. Like you know, Rome. Egypt. That's part of Egypt. I mean, we have they already have Greek no. heroes because they have Ares and Hercules. Yes, yeah. close enough. No, it was all part of Egypt if you ask a Marvel writer. So, anyways, they um, they they're trying to find a Mortis and take him down, basically. Okay. But yeah, if we can stop a Mortis, we can figure out what the heck is going on here because they don't know why a Mortis wants to kill Rick. Yeah. We don't know why a Mortis wants to kill Rick. Clearly, he's important. Yeah, Rick is clearly important. Uh, and Amortis clearly wants him dead, but why? So let's beat up Amortis before he can. Basically, okay. it's an Avengers story. Mm. So, they find a few chronal disturbances using scanners or whatever. And this is, this is around book, uh, book three or four. Okay. If it's, if you're looking to kind of keep up. Mm-hmm. And so they break up into teams. So Yellow Jacket and Songbird led by Hawkeye go to the Old West. Uh, oh, Wasp. It says Chronopolis. It's like the Lego Marvel 2. Mm-hmm. Wasp and Genus Bell go to. Da, 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 the 1950s? Okay. Yeah, see, there's the Time Sphinx. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a quite an image. Yeah, right? The, the Time <clears throat> Sphinx. And Hank and Cap go to the 21st century. Is that Enchantress? No. That is. Who'd that be? Which one? Who? You need to take the book from him. That is Thundra. So, I guess we can talk about the Hank and Cap thing first. Um, I'm not going to kind of... I'm going to go kind of just by team rather yeah, yeah. than... Sure. Because it bounces so around a lot. So, Cap and Hank go to the future where Martians or something have invaded Earth. And okay. they've raised, like, most of the population. The Avengers are like a war squad now led by Black Panther. So, um, they don't, like... It's Martians and not, like, the Badoon or the Spartax yeah. or anything I, like I that, don't or, know. I don't remember exactly which or, one... It is. Any specific alien race we've seen before, the Shi'ar or something? Yeah, it's it's some sort of war. I guess it made just Martians because easy. I'm just saying Martians for the sake of it. Alien race of some sort. The humans outnumber their assailants. Um, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Black Panther is leading the Avengers, and it's Crimson Dynamo, Thundra, a pregnant Jocasta, Black Panther, and Kill Raven. Like Jocasta, the wife of Ultron. Yeah. How did? Wait, I don't know. Wait. Oh, uh, Machine Man. I don't think I'm, I don't think I remember that character. Yeah, you'd know him to see him. Okay. Kay. So, um. <clears throat> okay. Oh, and Living Lightning is part of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Martians, or at least that's where they staged their invasion from. It's us versus them. Okay. So, so it's like, dude, he wants to look at it. Um. So yeah. So they proceed to kill a bunch of the Martians, and Cap's like, <laughs> and already demoralized. Cap is like. This sucks. And now the Avengers are killers! And, he, and on top of that, Jocasta's pregnant, and Hank's like, I'm sorry, why? <laughs> um, I'm very are... interested. Is there a woman I can hit? What? No, I'm making a lot of bad Hank jokes. Stop no. being mean to him. Hank, basically, he's like, I feel like a grandfather because I created... Ultron yeah. and you, and now you're being a kid. Like I, I feel like I'm she attached. He created Jocasta. Yeah, Ultron so, created Jocasta, and he created Ultron, so he feels like he's like gr- a grandfather to this situation. I think he's also kind of granddaddy of Vision too. Right, Hank has a weird life. Him and Wasp haven't had kids, but by golly, do they're robot children. I think didn't they have one in one timeline? Nah, I don't know. Uh, not uh, Janet. Um, Hope Van Dyne. 
And, like, she's in the comics, too. Like, Hulk yeah. is a character in the comics. Yeah, right? but she's Russian. I think it's Hank's illegitimate daughter with another woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not Hank, Hank and Jane. Yeah, it's not Hank and Jane. I know. Yeah. But that's what we're talking about. Sorry, I'm correct. Yeah. It's, Hank and Jane don't get a happy ending. That's the rule. <laughs> they never can. That's the rule. Why would you ruin my life know. by telling me this? It's my job. So, anyways, um, they get to Wakanda to get this mound of vibranium to, like, use vibranium weapons to fight off the Martians, and... Jocasta gives birth, and her baby needs the vibranium to live, and there's this race of little fairies that need the vibranium to live, and Cap and Black Panther have a talk, and he's like, are you going to choose death, or are you going to choose life? And Black Panther's like, I'm going to choose a life, and, um... Race of little fairies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, here, I'm going to show him the race of fairies. I didn't think Wakanda had fairies. I, apparently they live in the vibranium mound... That's okay. So this this la- this whole thing like la- okay, see right. fairies, <clears throat> okay. fairy woman, um yeah. Weird. So okay. they need the vibranium mound. Is she really in order fairy, to survive? Or is that just like the closest I, thing to describe? It's her the closest as. thing I can use to describe <laughs> her. Fair enough. So they need that to survive, okay. and uh, eventually Black Panther chooses life, and uh, yeah. So Cap and Giant Man hop away because Amortis didn't show up anyways. Oh, okay. So that's their adventure. Um, Immortus only shows up in one of the adventures, and, uh, so we'll get to that one last. So, I'm, does Immortus, where's Rick with right now? Which team's Rick, there? they are trying to keep him safe, so they keep him in the Sphinx, and he's not happy about it. Oh, he's just hanging out of the base. Yes. Okay. He's just staying in the... Just stay in the car, Rick. <laughs> Basically, it's Rick stay in the car. Okay. Uh, so, the team of three, Yellow Jacket, Hawkeye, and Songbird, are sent to the Old West. Yellow Jacket keeps hitting on Songbird. Yellow Jacket's also pissed off at Hawkeye, because he wants to lead the team. But Wasp is like, no, Hawkeye, you have to lead the team. And Hawkeye's like, I'm leading a team. Because in Wasp's future, it's like, yeah, he's led the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. He's a proven Avenger. For Hawkeye, he's like, I'm just Hawkeye, man. I'm just <laughs> lol me. He's what everyone thinks Hawkeye is. Yeah. And Wasp is like, no, you're Hawkeye. You're great. And he's like, I'm just Hawkeye. I don't even, I can't change sizes anymore. Well, Chris so, Flying sitting out of a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Exactly. Uh, I love Hawkeye. So, they uh, end up in the Old West, and they meet all the Old West characters. Okay. Like, Two-Gun Kid, Colts, whatever. Kid Colt. Yeah, Kid Colt. Um, and a T-Rex shows up. Like, Phantom Rider, I think. Yeah. Like that as well. yeah. A T-Rex shows up, and Songbird's like, everybody leave now. And they're like, what? But we gotta stop. This isn't this the anomaly. She's like, it's the wrong anomaly. We tracked the wrong anomaly. This is when Kang tries to take over the 19th tries to take over the 20th century by taking over the 19th century. And you guys are gonna show up and stop him. Don't worry. Oh, so another team of time travelers is gonna come here and help yes. and stop this? And it's referencing another issue of Avengers. Oh, uh, so we're just gonna back out yes. and walk away. Um, the deeper you get into this, the more it starts layering over other Avengers issues. Oh, okay. To the point that every few, after every few chapters, there's a list of source pages. Oh, okay. Just to okay, track... see what this happened here, or yeah, this vision. To track what the heck <laughs> is going on. Was the dinosaur devil dinosaur? No. Darn it. It was just a T-Rex. I'm Darn very... It. Yeah, I know. So... That's basically what that is. Then they run into the other Old West people, and Hawkeye's all excited. He's like, oh man, I read so many Old West stories in the orphanage, and they have a nice fire, and then they beat up the cowboys and like, uh, except you should be dead right now. You're lying. It's a space phantom. A space phantom is a shape-shifting alien. Okay. That, um, basically it shape-shifts into a person, but not like a scroll where it just takes their image. It like takes their whole essence as well. So if I was a space fan and I shapeshifted into you, you'd basically be tied to me, but I'd be the visible one and I'd look and sound like you. Okay. So they, they capture the space phantoms. 
And then they try to go to their base because Kang stole their time ship. Because it's, it's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and Songbird leads them to the, where the ship controls are and starts flirting with Yellow Jacket. And Hawkeye's like, what the heck's going on? And then Songbird brings him to the ship and she's like, alright, here it is. And Yellow Jacket's like, thanks for your help. And punches Songbird. And it, then Blaster and is like, she was a space phantom. As much as I'd like to think it was my charm, there's no way she's going to warm up to me that fast. <laughs> and it's like, at least he has some awareness. Wait, so Yellow Jacket Blaster? Yeah, Yellow Jacket's like, look. Um, as much as I'd like to think, I'm a charming <laughs> pro. Look, I try my best, but even I know I have no game. So. <laughs> like, here, I'll show you. I'll show you. Uh, he's like, yeah, as much as I'd like to think it was my dazzling charm, yeah, right here, just, uh, uh, Dexter, and then it's, hold up, Hawk, I couldn't clue you in before since it tipped her off, that's not Songbird, she knew too much about this place, I've read about it, and she was playing hard to get before, and all at once she warms up, as much as I'd like to believe it was my roguish charm, she was playing me here, I'll show you, and then zaps it, and it's a space phantom. Okay. (laughs) And so, they're like, oh, well, we were in the wrong anomaly anyways, and they hop in to their chronosphere and go back to the Sphinx. Yeah. Captain Marvel and Wasp have a much more interesting adventure okay. that actually is bearing on the plot, oh. other than um, Yellow Jacket being a jerk and Cap being sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, they go to the 50s, they're at a Nixon rally, and it turns out Nixon's a scroll. Oh, yeah. interesting. So okay. the scroll for the uneducated are aliens that shapeshift as well, like the space fans, but they're just shapeshifters. They don't, like, do the essence bit. Not until Secret Invasion. Not even until, like, they can't... They, no, not they never. Have... They just have to take someone away and be like, go hide <clears throat> while we take over. And Nixon's a scroll, and so they're like, oh, we gotta stop him. And the 1950s Avengers show up, and that's 3D Man, the human robot, uh, Gorilla Man... Venus, v- Venus and uh, Marvel Boy. Yeah, it's not a team that ever existed. No, because the Avengers started in the sixties. Exactly, and they keep talking about it. They're like, <clears throat> who are the nineteen fifties Avengers? Why? Like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and so they fight them, and then they realize, oh wait, hold up, we're actually on the same team. And then Immortus shows up and wipes out the timeline. Wait, he shows up with the Forever Crystal and wipes out the timeline, and uh, Marvel and Marvel and Wasp just barely make it out. Okay. Uh, mm. And then they're like, oh, I guess that's why we never heard of the 1950s Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Mm, okay. Okay. Oh, so you're actually at the next point. So then they're like, we're going to attack Amortis in his own fortress. We're going to go to Limbo. So, mm-hmm. man. So they go to Limbo and they get attacked by these Limbo bugs and they get separated. Limbo bugs? Yeah. yeah. And Is that what they're called? Yes. The, 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 they're, they've, on the way there, they see all these weird flashes of like their history, like of Vision and the Human Torch. Like the original Android oh, Human Torch. Okay. Um, the Avengers being led by the Synchro Staff, which is like a really deep cut. That sounds like a deep cut. It yeah. was like a talking stick that guided them through time at one point. Um, I have the, the talking stick. They see Thor working with Immortus at one point to like free the Space Phantom. Uh, and okay. then they see Immortus taking Cap out of the time stream. And it's all very weird because they did. A, I forgot to mention they encountered the Space Phantom in Avengers number two. Like the original second issue yes. of Avengers. Yes. So it's um, like the Loki issue, then that. Yes. And okay. the Space Phantom takes the place of Hulk, sows discord amongst the team, and then Hulk's like, you don't trust me. I'm leaving. And uh, that's why Hulk leaves the Avengers. He was only in it for like one issue? Two. Wow. Yeah. They fought him in issue one, then he joined the team, and then in issue two he left. Issue three happened, and then issue four they got capped. 
They got Kappa issue four. Yeah, I thought it was like wait, wait, wait. Nope. And so wow. that's why Cap actually has retroactive founding member status. So the founding Avengers are considered Iron Man, Thor, Wasp, Ant Man, and Cap. Okay. They basically took they basically took Hulk's name off the charter and put Cap's name in his place. Said Oof. no. So they go to Limbo and everybody gets like tormented. So Cap gets like locked in this room with Nick Fury, who's like aging through time. So you see him in like Howling Commandos form, mm-hmm. and then in. Like, secret agent. Oh, okay. And then an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. form. Oh, okay. And he's basically being told, ah, oh, you're just an old war horse and there's nothing left for you. The war is done. Ouch. Right? Like, Limbo is trying to... Yeah, ruin. Um, Hawkeye's being attacked by Tempest, who's back. <laughs> Shows hey, up, gonna... like, three more times. Wasp is getting tormented by voices from her past. Yellow Jacket is forced to come to terms with the fact that he is, in fact, Hank Pym. Because oh. he's been fighting against it. People keep being like, you are Hank Pym. And he's showing like the flashes of genius and stuff. And he's like, no, I'm not Hank Pym. I'm a stupid overgrown. He hates him. But it's like, no, you are him. Uh, Songbird is basically put on trial and is judged. <clears throat> the only one who's not being affected by this at all. Well, Giant Man isn't. He's just going and shouting for Jan. Yeah. And Captain Marvel isn't because he has cosmic awareness. Oh, okay. Which is That's like power. a seventh sense. Yeah, he just knows what things yeah. are happening. It's like the spider sense, but dialed up to like a hundred. And a bit more direct. Yeah, and you can just be like, ah, I can see through disguises and all that. This so isn't it's, right. It, it's a really nice hand-wavy thing. You it's can, definitely a nice get-out-of-jail-free card for that. Yeah, you can just say, oh, cosmic awareness. So we don't, we don't have everyone exactly. being trapped by you. have someone who gets out so, of it. Uh, Marvell kisses Songbird to break her out of it and reveals that in his time, a few years after hers, they're an item, and she's like, oh my gosh. And then we don't talk about that anymore. Plot <laughs> <laughs> point goes out the window. <laughs> it's set up for seven issues and then we don't talk about it ever again. Um, Jan is found by Hank. Hawkeye gets hit, and this is, it's a really fun moment. It's probably my favorite here, and Lindsay's right at it. Um, if you want to show Jared... He gets hit by Tempest's beams, and Tempest's like, oh, I'm going to regress you into your primordial slime. And Hawkeye's like, well, sucks to be you, because if you're turning the like my internal oh, clock back, I'm Goliath again. <laughs> nice. And so... Oh, powers again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to grow super big, and I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> and so he just kicks the t- the crap out of Tempest, and it's great. That's like a moment in My Hero Academia, because like, there's a character yeah. who literally, like, later on there's a character who basically like reverses people like in time. Yeah. Kind of like that, and then Deku, the main character, his power—if he uses it too—if he uses too much of it, he like breaks himself. Oh my! And like it like breaks it, like he can't handle the power of it. Yeah. So in this fight, he literally he's going all out with his girls on his back, and just she's continually, continually re like rewinding him yeah. while he's like just like boom arm broken, good again, boom, and just like yeah. rewind every time. But like, it keeps him healed. It's basically. cool because it's just like. Hawkeye's just like, ah, you're gonna regress me while I'm Goliath again. <laughs> it's And it's fun. Nice of the powers. Yeah. Um, Cap basically continues arguing with Nick Fury. He's like, no, you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna fight. As I always have. Okay. And he basically conquers his doubts and smashes out of the cell. That's good. All the Avengers kind of get back together. Uh, Captain Marvel's cosmic awareness, whatever. Except for Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket is like, you know what? I'm gonna deal with this on my own. What? Like, right here. Yeah. Yellow is like, I'm gonna deal with this on my own. And he jumps Immortus, and Immortus traps him in a tube. He's like, you thought I would be defenseless in my own fortress? I knew you were here the whole time. Darn it, Yellow Jacket. And, um... Oh, my God. Yellow, and so... Thanks, man. Immortus is like, oh, well... 
I did want to protect the Avengers, but I'm going to have to destroy them. And Yellow Jacket is like, look, you can control time, right? And Morris like, well, yeah. And Yellow Jacket's like, look, I don't want to become Hank Pym. I like being me. Mm-hmm. So if you give me a timeline where I stay me and I get the girl, like I get to keep Jan, I don't end up in prison, because he saw all of Hank's future and he hates it. It's like, where I don't hit my wife. Um, he ends up in prison? Yeah. The Avengers put him in prison. For it's what? a whole other thing. For what? A lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, creating Ultron is probably one of the big ones. Creating Ultron, he gets framed for a lot of crimes, too, by another villain. It's a bad time to be Hank. But anyways... It's, it's always, always a bad, a bad time, time, time to be, be Hank. Hank. But anyways, the issue ends, and it's great, and Ultron, and the other dragon says, look, look, you, you keep it the way I want it, and I'll help you destroy the Avengers. Way to go, Yellow Dragon. Yeah, and so that's how the issue ends, and... The Avengers get back to their Sphinx, and they're like, oh, man, we, we left Yellow Jacket, and, well, you know, crap, where's Rick? Because Rick buggered off when they <laughs> didn't take him again. He's like, ah, You mean it. he, like, rolled off? No, he, oh, he used the Destiny Force in, like, issue two to heal oh. his legs. Oh, okay. And he got it back. He's like, yeah, fix I my wonder if he was, like, rolling out the doors, like, I'm yeah. right here. No, he hops in a chronosphere and yeah, okay. ditches. Um, and so Hawkeye's like, hey, I found the Synchro Staff in Amortis' stuff. Okay. So this guy, that other Avenger, is going to guide us, but it's not talking to us. So he goes and he threatens to break it, <laughs> and it turns into a space phantom. The Synchro Staff was also a space phantom. And this gives me, gives issue eight, which is my favorite. It's called The Secret History of the Avengers. Everybody's a space phantom. <laughs> <laughs> Surpr- no. But the space phantom basically says, you thought there was just one of us. No, we're a whole race. People who have gone to limbo and stayed there regress and become these space phantoms. But because Amortis is under the protection of the Timekeepers, that doesn't happen to him and he controls us. Oh, okay. So, basically, um, as a whole summary of all of it, because this would take way too long to go through, Amortis has been manipulating events in the Avengers timeline to stop them from advancing the human race. The Timekeepers think that humanity is a threat. Okay. And so, Kang has been trying to stop the Avengers from becoming too powerful okay. at any point and from like going and expanding across the stars because in realities where they do uh the fact that humanity can access the destiny force and have the avengers they become what's called the first terran empire oh and they just wipe out planets so it becomes warhammer 40k yeah yay yeah and <laughs> so amortis is like no i kind of i kind of like them so i don't want that to happen so he so amortis is the good guy here now yeah, he's like kind of in between. He's still scummy because he's not giving anybody answers. Yeah, sort okay. of. Uh, you find out that he's the reason Vision and Scarlet Witch got married. Because oh, if Scarlet Witch, with all of her power, has children, they'll be even more powerful, and they'll cause problems, and humanity will go to the stars, and and so on and so forth. Wait, so Amortis set them up? Yeah, so he's like, look, Vision likes her. Blind date. Vision likes her. So <laughs> Look, buddy, I got a girl, so, and I got to introduce you. I think you're going to love her. Yeah. So basically... <laughs> Mortis the best wingman. Right? So there's this whole... So basically what he does is... Uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Who's this bug-eyed-looking guy? Which guy? Like him? That's the Space Phantom. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a few of those. Okay. Basically, yeah, Amortis, Amortis doesn't want to kill them, so... <clears throat> What he does is, he's like, okay, well, the Vision's too reserved to woo Scarlet Witch without encouragement. So, uh, Grim Reaper just uh, tempt Vision with a human body. <clears throat> tempt him with Captain America's human body. But then, what happened is Vision's like, ah, 
I don't need a body to be human. I'm human enough. And so he proposes to Scarlet Witch. And Immortus is like, cool, I'll officiate your wedding. Yeah, problem solved. And he does. But then Scarlet Witch wants kids so bad, so she creates them. And then we know where that leads. Yeah, it leads to House of M and Avengers <coughs> Assemble. Yeah, and it's a whole problem because mm-hmm. they were also shards of Mephisto. Yeah. And uh, so that's, it didn't work out. And basically every time Amoris tries to stop them, he messes it, it up. makes, in Operation Galactic Story, he's like, look, I'll make Tony Stark kind of just afraid of aliens. And so then they'll be like, oh, let's just go back home. No, instead Tony Stark's like, we have to kill the Supreme Intelligence. Wait, Amoris made him afraid yes. of aliens? Yes, and so... That creates a whole fight between Tony and Cap. And it just turns out that all of these problems were caused by Amortis. And then he's like, oh, wait, Onslaught's going to show up and destroy oh, no. everyone if I can just keep them busy. And so that's why Tony Stark was such a douche in the 90s. <laughs> they literally just <laughs> hand waved away and say, Amortis made Tony Stark a jerk in the 90s. And then he died and was replaced by his teenage self. Can they recon Amortis made Hank beat his wife? Apparently not. Darn it! Is the one thing we can't do. It's you had the opportunity, guys, and you dropped the ball. We have one constant in the Marvel Universe. It's not the death of Uncle Ben. It's not the death of Gwen Stacy. It's that Hank Pym beats his wife. And, like, it was, like, one time, and I think Peter, he even hit Mary Jane yep. once, too. Yep. Oh, yeah, and it was way more intentional. Yeah. When Hank hit Jan, it was just like he turned around like, and she was there. It was like, oh, no. And uh, Peter was like, screw you, Mary Jane. But no, Peter's fine. We still love him. But Hank's a cyborg now. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about him drawing. I still, like, I don't, I don't accept that. I, oh, yeah, I but that's not what we're talking about. We keep talking about Hank beating his wife. Not he's just a major character for. in this, and it's a big yeah. part of his So issue that nine. That's not what I signed up for. That's not what Issue eight ends with Yellow Jacket uh, blasting the Avengers from behind, because the insect controlling stuff in his suit allows him to control the limbo bugs. Okay. So basically, there's them around, they so they're distracted, that. Blasts him, and then uh, he's like, yep, told you I could do it, and Amortis is like, yes, 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 I'll grant you your wish, assuming I can save humanity at all. And issue nine is a break, so we're just going to skip it, because I don't care. It's just Kang reflecting on life. Oh, um, okay. It is a good issue. But it's just kind of a side story. It's, side it's a side story that doesn't impact a lot of what happens I mean, it's cool like Kang, here. But- yeah. Um, but basically you learn just a little bit more about Kang's motivations for fighting in this. Okay. Which is that he hopes if he wins here, he won't turn into a Mortis. Oh. He hates that he went from this conqueror to what he considers a simpering ac- academic. He doesn't like the fact that a Mortis just sits in a chair and watches time instead of conquering it. So initially he was trying to like keep Earth from expanding and then what he had to change a heart became Mortis and then was like, I'm going to let them do their thing or... Yeah, basically he grew up and matured oh. and got older. And he's like, well, now I'm going to let them do their thing. Now I want to study things and I, I like, I want to study the time stream and study history. And Kang's like, that's stupid. I just want to conquer stuff. Okay. So Kang is like a teenager. Kang's a jock. <laughs> Kang is the jock. Fair enough. Uh, he went to college and realized he can't be like this anymore. Yeah. He's like, all right, I got to So then um, they go, basically, Earth, the Avengers are put on trial. By... The Timekeepers. Oh. And Amortis is representing all of humanity, and they meet the Terran Empire, and uh, the Timekeepers are like, oh, well, you failed, Amortis, and you tried, and you tried, and you tried, and nothing you did ever made it any better. Uh, Like, with the Galactic Storm thing, his attempt to make Tony Stark xenophobic uh, didn't work, and then with the Kree-Skrull War, it made it even worse, and basically just advanced them further towards the stars in which they became the Terran Empire anyways. And, um, yeah, so the timekeepers are like, well, we're sentencing humanity to destruction. Do we know yet 
I don't know if they'll explain it a little bit. Do we know why Immortus wanted Rick Jones yet? Because Rick Jones activates the Destiny Force, and basically uh, his lineage ends up leading the Terran Empire. So, like, Jean's Ricard Third or whatever. Oh, so he's John Connor. Kind of, but he also activates the Destiny Force in humanity, which allows him to have the power to do these things. Okay. But the Timekeepers are like, look, um, these pe- these humans have beaten Galactus, the Celestials, uh, they could even threaten the Infinites, right? Like, yet you would just watch them and this is stupid, right? Uh, and we're just going to destroy it all. They say, like, yep, we've reached a decision. Humanity's existence is necessary, but it cannot be allowed to contaminate the timelines. We will isolate humanity, destroying all but the minimum of timelines necessary to result in our existence. Mm, so okay. it's like, as long as we're alive, we don't care. So completely and, selfish. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And Cap is like, wait, wait. What, what percentage of these timelines, what percentage does humanity go bad? And they're like, oh, I guess we can tell you. 42. And Cap's like, less than half. Mm. So first of all, there's no guarantee we're going to do it. Even when we do, it's less than half the time. And they're like, yeah, we're going to destroy them all anyway. Wow. And nice. at that point, Amortis is like, not even fighting very well for them anymore. Because he's like, look, if you fight, then you're going to die. So I'm your best chance. And Yellowjacket's just like, I, I did the wrong thing. Yeah, you're not so, getting your timeline, buddy. Uh, they, the, the Destiny Force basically activates in the Avengers... If you won't look at it, yeah. uh, Yellow Jacket tosses Cap his shield back. It's a fun moment. Yeah. They all go to battle, and the timekeepers are like, "All oh, right, you stupid children," and um, they start fighting. You stupid children. <laughs> yeah, you stupid basically. stupid children. Uh, we get like a little blurb at uh, the end of at the beginning of one issue. Oh yeah, Rick, I love Saroon right in the back of the car. Like Rick Jones, hey. Rick Jones buggered off, and he allied up with Kang and the Supreme Intelligence. I just love like, and he's just riding the back, like he's like. Just in the yeah. back of the car, like, I'm here too. And, uh, yeah, they basically roll in as the Calvary. <laughs> and that's how issue 10 ends. It's super cool. <laughs> and so issue 11 is just the big fight. Okay. You get, okay. you finally get a little bit of a confirmation in the issue 11 as to why this team was chosen. Especially on the next page. And this is Libra, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, Captain America was there to kind of bring, like, a cohesion to the team by being Captain America. Yeah. But because he As came... he always is. But because yeah, he, is, yeah. he came from that low point, he, he didn't, like, exert dominance. Okay. Right? Yellow Jacket betrayed the team because mm-hmm. he's an arrogant jerk, which brought them to where they needed to be now. Mm-hmm. Wasp was able to lead, but allow improvisation and not exert too much control. Yeah. Hank brought, like, a steady backbone to the team and a steady hand. Uh... As well as acted as an irritant to Yellow Jacket to provoke him. Hawkeye was just constant irritant, not affecting only Yellow Jacket myself. Just Hawkeye annoyed us, so kept yeah, going. Yeah, right. Like, and then Songbird. Yeah, uh, Songbird was kind of a linchpin to Wasp, to Hawkeye, and to Genus Vell. And for Genus, it says Captain Marvel tied him to a team he desperately wanted to escape. He was only recently reached a somber decision that'll affect his own destiny as well as that of Rick Jones. So we kind of learn why everyone's there, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Because it's like, oh, this is why the team's together. And, um... So... The Destiny Force is active, and they're fighting, and the Timekeeper's like, enough! We can control the Destiny Force. And so, they freeze all the Avengers, and they kill Kang. They're not Kang, they kill Immortus. Basically, basically they're like, you're not listening to us. Mm -hmm. Right? You're not listening to us, and we don't like it, so we we, we kill you. And we're going to use our powers over time... To accelerate Kang into you, and maybe he'll listen to us. 
and they trap the Avengers in this stasis field. And because Captain Marvel isn't human, he's Kree, and he's not affected by the Destiny Force, he's not frozen as bad as they are. Okay. So he, like, reaches and he clacks his negabands together, and it shorts out the field, and it turns him into future Rick Jones. Oh, okay. So the yeah, son of Captain Marvel is, future, is linked to future Rick Jones. Yeah, it's it's a few pages ahead. Few I was pages. just looking behind, like, the evil Avengers that they brought yeah. in or whatever. There, future Rick Jones. Oh, beautiful. He's missing an arm, like, he's... Gohan. Missing an arm, he's got chicken feet on. He... He's got like a bit like a cable scar. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he's in some rough shape. Okay, but yeah. So Jerk Jones has been tied to two different cap to both father and son of yeah Marvel. And so Rick Jones and future Rick Jones uh, are fighting, and the timekeepers use their powers to open up the floodgates to all the negative timelines and bring all the evil Avengers in. Every every timeline that ever went bad. So basically what Snyder did later on with Dark Knight's Metal. <laughs> yeah. So, brings in all these evil Avengers, but then Rick Jones and Rick Jones Old bring in all the good Avengers from every timeline that never went bad. Why is there's a green Hawkeye? He looks like Beast Boy. Yeah, he does. And there's but Nova, you had a female Vision's up there. An Old Sir. Wonder Man, Black Panther, a j- Sasquatch. Gi- Goliath in Iron Man armor. It is one of the coolest splash pages. Silver Surfer, that's Firestar. Yeah. Or Fire Lord. Yeah. Storm. Like, it, the Living Brain. Oh, there's a Valkyrie. Yeah. And Hercules. And Just look at that. A weird version of Captain America there. Look at that gorgeous splash page. That is really good, yeah. Just, Just a brain in a jar for some reason. Yep. Hey, Black Knight. It is... Oh, that's a Moonstone, right? That's yeah. Dracula's Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon, yeah. It is so cool. And so, it ends up in this giant fight, and Kang is basically try. They're trying to advance Kang into Mortis. He fights back. He's like, no, he kills the timekeepers. The Avengers end the fight. Rick Jones turns back into Captain Marvel. And they win. There's some good splash pages. Oh, yeah. The final issue is just a bunch of really good splash pages. That's Spider-Woman. Yeah, Carol's fighting Jennifer Drew. Yeah, we don't know which one's evil and which one's not, but it looks cool. By golly. This man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very random. It's very cool. Lots of cool fighting. And then Kang... Uh, this is very nice. <laughs> K- Kang kills the Timekeepers. Okay. After they try oh. to advance him into Immortus. Okay. And then Captain America destroys the Forever Crystal. Which is okay. our MacGuffin. Cause, and he even holds it and he's like, oh, I could pull Bucky out of the crash. I could stop. I could, I could stop all these things. And he's like, no, it's too much power. I'm not going to do it. I like that. Just consider that. I'm going to give my regards to hell. Yeah. Kang oh. murders the Timekeepers. It's awesome. Uh, Cap- and then sure. Kang yeah. conquers. <laughs> yeah. Cap destroys the Forever Crystal. Amortis basic he just crushes <clears throat> it. Yeah, he's super strong <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Kang and Amortis meet, and basically Amortis yeah. <clears throat> grows up from a fetus in, before their very eyes. Yeah, a child. Uh, yeah. Disturbing. Basically, naked? yeah, but yes. he, he robes himself. He's like a shoal. Um, and it's basically they say Kang and Amortis are now split. They're no, Kang is no longer destined to become Amortis, and Amortis is now a separate entity from him. Okay. And, and then the so you got duality yeah. now. And then the supreme okay. intelligence sends them all back to their timelines. Uh, oh, Rick Jones was also near death, so Captain Marvel steps into him, and they bond. So the supreme intelligence Wait, is just like young Rick here. Jones I got you, boo. Young Rick Jones. Okay. Yeah, supreme intelligence sends them all back to their uh, required timelines. So you see everybody get back. Uh, Rick Jones. So wasp, back to their timelines. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Jones, Wasp, and Giant Man are back at Avengers Mansion. And Rick has Negabands on, and he's bound to Captain Marvel, the genus of L now. 
So, you know, you can spin that out into your own ongoing if you want. Um, nobody else remembers anything except those three. They all have, like, faint, tingly memories. But... Jack, you Jack getting married to someone? Yeah, himself? Wasp. Okay. And uh, then Capsule has his bit with the guy. Yep, yeah, ev- everyone is dropped right back where they were, and it ends with the Supreme Intelligence getting the Forever Crystal. Oh, uh, that's not good. Yeah, and um, that got dealt with in Maximum Security, I think. What? Oh, Which I've never book. read, but... Well, I mean, there's back issues on that. Yeah, there's back issues on that, so you can go watch that. Anyways, that is Avengers Forever by Kripusaic and Carlos Pacheo. It is a wild ride. Yeah. It is, but it is a love letter to Avengers history. Yeah, yeah, you know, at least the core team members, yeah. It's, it's, it's written in such a way that, you know, it's layered on top of each other. It's a lot of fun. It's clearly written by guys who wanted to... To, who love Avengers and it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like a like there wasn't like an agenda from editorial like any no Avengers they, they were just like hey we want to we want to write something together was this was this like a arc of the main Avengers comics just like a no nope. like no nope. it was like it was twelve thing. issues of Avengers Forever oh so it's like an actual graphic novel basically yep. well, okay. the, yeah it, it it was basically it was released twelve issues at a time I think over a year okay and then it was bundled like this okay so this wasn't just like an part of the Avengers run. No, no. Okay. It was completely separate. Uh, there was, there, it wasn't tie-in after tie-in. And it's, it's, I like that as an event. It's completely self-contained. Okay. And it didn't really have any bearing on anything else because everybody got pulled out of time and then dropped right back. Yeah, nothing really. No continuity. No, mess with exactly. Side adventure. It did retcon a lot of stuff uh, about Vision. And well, retconned like, info was saying like this person was here and this person yeah, was like, Nothing it, actually it changed. It retconned but... info, but it, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will, of course, as Bakishis does... There will be a link to buy the book in the description because yeah. it's good. I honestly recommend it. It's one of my favorite comics ever. It was the first one I ever read cover to cover. And, yeah. Okay. Sorry for nature. Yeah. So that's Avengers Forever. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of What's in the Short Box. Uh, Are we not doing quiz? All oh, right. You guys need to be quizzed. Yeah. All right. got to think of questions. Yeah. I should have written these ahead of time. <laughs> I thought no you were, and I was like, oh man, I hope he got some good ones. I, I, I zoned okay. out a little bit during it when I was just <laughs> looking at the pictures because I was like, ooh, this is pretty. I will ask you each, I will ask the group seven questions, okay? Okay. okay. Um, you will come up with your answers, mm-hmm. and then you'll give them to me. Like, are we coming up with it together no. or separately? You are against each other. We okay. need, like, some chalkboards no. or No, no, no. <laughs> Jared will be allowed to give his idea, but you still have to give the idea that you had. You cannot pay it back off of his. It's an honor system. Okay. Okay, so we're giving our own answers, basically? Yes. Okay. Are you guys ready? Sure. Okay. Why was Captain America, in this book, so shattered? Uh, because... No, 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 you gotta come up with them. Once, both, basically, once you're both ready, you can... I haven't... Okay, you have yours? Jared, go. Oh. Uh... Because a friend of his, you said something about Secret Empire, and like a friend of his was a traitor and then off themselves. Okay. And he like didn't know who to trust anymore, and that kind of like messed with his head, I think. Okay, Lindsay. Okay. So it was, he was taken directly after he, like, his most, like, depressed, like, part of his life. Yeah, after, after, um, basically the president, uh, uh killed himself as to avoid punishment you're both right i'll give you both a point okay. it wasn't a close friend um so the secret empire is like a cult within washington okay uh it was definitely not the watergate scandal it's <laughs> totally not watergate okay um and it was totally not the president it was totally not nixon leading it uh so captain america chased the leader of the secret empire into the white house mm-hmm. who killed himself in the oval office okay rather than face judgment and that broke cap he lost a lot of trust okay 
Okay, so that's one point for each of you. That's question one. Uh-huh. Why did Yellow Jacket betray the team? Okay. That's no question. Lindsay, go Because um, he didn't, like, he hated Hank Pym, and he didn't want to go back to being Hank Pym, so he wanted, basically for selfish reasons, to stay himself and also have the girl. Yes. Yeah, um, he wanted, he didn't like that, yeah, he didn't like that he was Hank Pym because he liked preferring, thinking that he wasn't. And he wanted a timeline where he basically could be happy and still be Yellow Jacket and not be Hank Pym and have Jan and all the rest that he wanted. Yes. Because he's wanted, like, an ideal timeline for him. Two points for each of you. Who was a Skrull in the 1950s? The president. President. Nixon. Yeah, it was Nixon. Nixon. Very good. Three points. Nice. I'm not... These are super hard ones. Just (laughs) make sure you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm. Gotta think of good ones. (laughs) Oh, who led the super murderous warfaring Avengers of the 21st century? Uh, that, like, almost broke Cat Moore. And I didn't say it, but if you were looking at the book, you saw it literally ripped an alien skull and spine out. Is it Tony? No. Sherman. Thor? No, Black Panther. Oh, okay. What? No. Really? Wait, 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 wait. You were oh, looking wait. at that. I was looking at that. I was confused. I thought, you still don't get a point. I thought, like... You still don't get a point. Because I was thinking about, like, all the other yeah. bad timelines no. we are um, talking about. Not, why not did... Why, why was Kang so against becoming a Mortis? Because he's a jock and he didn't want to become <laughs> the old nerd. Yeah. They didn't want... He wanted... He enjoyed being a conqueror and he didn't want to eventually turn into basically just like a scholar that just sit around and do anything anymore. And just that is watch. correct. Three points for each of you. And I think we're actually just going to take... Three sure. points. Four points now. No. Yeah. Because we time. had three <laughs> points and then we didn't get... Was this cool? Is that question five? Yeah. yeah. I'm losing track. I'm going to write them down next time. <laughs> it, four, formats five? will change. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of one more good one. You should ask about the stick. Because <laughs> I know a little time. What was the stick called? I I take it back, and I don't want to talk about the stick. Uh, what, what was the stick called? The stick was actually a space phantom, but what was it called? Uh, mm. Spear or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. Destiny stick? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a, a brand of chocolate bar. No Destiny stick full of peanut butter and Destiny. I'll be like, oh yeah, but... Uh, I don't know. Synchro staff. Oh, that's it. Yeah, synchro staff. <laughs> All um, right, one more question. Because uh, I was hoping you'd ask why wasn't the stick responding, and I would have said it's because it was a, a space phantom or whatever. Right, right. Because uh, I saw that part, and I remembered that, but... And uh, the crux of the book... Why did the timekeepers want to destroy humanity? Because they wanted to continue existing. Because eventually Earth would form like an empire to take over yes. like the entire galaxy pretty much, and they yep. didn't want that. Jared is correct. I mean, I because they become the Imperium of Man. Too. No, it, they, they wanted to trim as as basically it's like if there's like five hundred humanity timelines, right? But they only need ten to actually go on existing. They will trim four hundred and ninety. Disgusting. Yeah. All I know is that they want to become the Imperial Man from Warhammer 40k. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, there we go. Avengers Forever. They've been quizzed. 
And those are their points. Rick Jones is the god emperor of mankind. Rick Jones is the god emperor of mankind. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for watching What's in the Short Box. Please uh, like and subscribe. That is the best way to, of course, support Fandom Fellowship. If you enjoyed this video, other ways you can support us are hopping to our Discord. Mm -hmm. What do we do on Discord, guys? Movie nights. Movie nights. And just chat. We yeah. watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and you can come hang out on Twitch, where Lindsay and I are playing through Marvel RPGs. And, yeah. So you uh, all those links are in the description. You can follow Jared, Lindsay, and myself on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, once again, link to buy the book is in the description. And, uh, yeah, so thank you so much. I've been Colin. I'm Jared. And I'm Lindsay. And this is the Fandom Fellowship, and we will see you in another life. How's that for an intro? It was great. <laughs> Your intonation was like spot on. I loved it so much. I'm like, Sal, is he really here with us? This is, what a day.